Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, February 4th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-yeon. We'll be right back. Hello, 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 hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you, my I'm, Saturday friend? I am happy that it is Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, well, yeah, I'm always happy that it's Saturday when we're when we're on listeners' language, I think. Um, but I know we say this every week. <laughs> Time flies. Mm-hmm. It's February, and right. today, February 4th, is actually Ipchun, the first traditional mm-hmm. seasonal milestone of a new year, according to the lunar calendar. And the word Ipchun literally means enter spring, but it feels far from it, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't really feel like we're entering spring. Mm-mm. It's still way too cold to be anywhere near <laughs> spring. But, you know, maybe deep underground, the seeds are now getting ready to sprout and the hibernating animals could possibly be stirring. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's also true that in other parts of the world, spring is in full bloom in mm-hmm. some parts too. So Actually, February 1st is the official day of spring in Ireland. Really? But it's still kind of cold it all would year be, around. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It would be 7 to 10 degrees, 7, 8, 9 degrees there now. So much warmer oh. than here. Mm-hmm. But it's only going to grow by and you're going to get 10 degrees warmer in the summertime. So it's not really much of a difference. So when I was little and I was going to elementary school here in Korea, they would uh, the teachers would always kind of accentuate and, uh, I don't know, emphasize the fact that we have four seasons in Korea. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea why it mattered. <laughs> now I do. Now I do because they're countries Some other like countries Ireland. Don't. Yes. Yeah, we have two seasons, I think. Right. Well, going back to it being February and Ipchun and everything, uh, even though it still feels like we're in the dead of the winter, maybe there's something going underground, like you Mm -hmm. said. And who knows? But, you know, even though February in uh, Korea may be one of the coldest months of the year, it's still quite festive and there's something lively about it too. Yeah, that's true. Now, usually the Lunar New Year's Day falls in February, so that's probably one of the reasons. But this year... It came pretty early, mm-hmm. and it's already passed. Right. But there's still more because um, 정월 대보름 is next Saturday, and that's the day to celebrate the first full moon of the Lunar New Year. So it's not exactly a holiday, and many of the traditional customs originally associated with the day are rarely celebrated these days. But I still think it's worth a mention. But, you know, of course, I'll save the details for next week. Good plan. And I can think of another reason that makes February quite festive. Yes, we were talking about this before we started Listener's Lounge pretty much for, I don't know, felt like 15 minutes. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly which day you're mm-hmm. thinking of. And frankly, now that I think about it, I'm surprised this day isn't your favorite holiday because it's practically the day to celebrate chocolates. Yeah, the day to celebrate chocolate and love. So, Mm. of course, we're talking about Valentine's Day. Now, you might actually find this surprising. I am actually not a fan of Valentine's Day at all. I am in shock. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's totally over-commercialized. 
and I would prefer just to celebrate your love on a more regular basis. Makes sense. And I think you can eat chocolate every day. You know, That's true. you shouldn't save it for Valentine's Day. But if I was to choose a holiday mm. for chocolate, it would be Easter. That is the best chocolate holiday, mm. unless you live in Korea. And then you get real eggs. But in Ireland, we get chocolate eggs right, for right. Easter. So it's a delicious holiday and it's going to be in April this year. That sounds delicious indeed. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's true. There are a lot of complaints these days about how Valentine's Day has become so overly commercialized. And, you know, it's become sort of all about the gifts. And sometimes here in Korea. expensive gifts. As yeah, well. Is that the case in Ireland no. as well? Mm. <laughs> And that's quite unfortunate. But honestly, I'm not going to complain about our reason to share more chocolates. Right. That's a good point. And usually you can find a larger selection of chocolates available during the uh, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day week or, or so. So it's not too bad. And also it's a pretty good time to give people an extra push if they want to ask somebody on a date. Right, right. Well, now today is, of course, the first Saturday of the month, and we know of somebody who celebrates Valentine's Day a little bit differently. Right. It's DJ Young of K-Pop Connection, and he was actually born on this day of love. Right. So if you want to wish Young a happy birthday or happy Valentine's Day, you can send your messages and emails to KPC or us at english at kbs.co.kr. And you can also leave messages on our Facebook page. Also, happy birthday to all of our listeners who were born in February and to my lovely sister Holly whose birthday is on February 10th. Happy birthday, Holly! Happy birthday, Holly! Well, let us know anytime if you want a birthday shout-out for yourself or for your loved ones on our program. And in the meantime, it's time for us to take a quick break but when we come back, we'll share with you the letters and reports of the week. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up emails, comments, letters, and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. First up, we want to share with you a lovely Lunar New Year message sent to us by listener Deepa Chakrabarty of India. She wrote, Dear Sir, as a regular listener to KBS World Radio, I would like to send my best wishes and greetings for the new year 2017. Wishing you all peace, happiness, and good health. I hope KBS World would continue to entertain and inform us of the various facets of Korean life and culture in the days to come. Sincerely yours, Miss Deepa Chakrabarty. Well, thank you so much for the message, Deepa. And we wish you and your loved ones a fantastic new year as well. Well, we also received some comments and messages from listener Patrick Travers of Sheffield in England. He wrote, Dear KBS, I've enjoyed listening to Soul Calling on Thursday morning. It was all about the Lunar New Year and the Year of the Rooster. It was followed by a Korean pop ballad and drama lines which is Korean to English translation. Korea Today and Tomorrow was very interesting. It covered football, Donald Trump's policy towards Korea and the Korean-U.S. alliance. Also, it made me feel very hungry listening to the report on the North Korean rice cake shop. I fancy eating a rice cake right now. It's been a pleasure listening to KBS World Radio via the World Radio Network feed on the TuneIn app. I would 
like to take this opportunity to wish you all at the English service a very happy new year. Thank you. Regards, yours faithfully, Patrick Travers. Well, thank you very much, Patrick, for that message. And we hope it's not too difficult for you to find some rice cakes in Sheffield. Happy new year to you as well. Now, moving on to the recession reports, we got a receiving log in the mail from listener Anand Mohanbain in India, which seems to have taken quite some, uh, quite a while to get to us, actually. It was uh, actually kind of odd, partly also because it was sent to us in a Japan broadcasting company envelope. Mm-hmm. But the postage stamps were on the receiving log itself, which was inside the envelope, and I was very confused. It's still a bit of a mystery to me. Anyway, Anand's report was dated September 26. Using his Grundig Yachtboy 80 receiver with the 10-meter-long wire antenna, he tuned into us on 9.515 megahertz from 1600 to 1620 hours UTC and rated the simple 43333. From 1620 to 1630 hours UTC, he actually switched channels to 9.6 40 megahertz, which yielded a simpa of 32232. He noted for this broadcast that the reception was uh, was very poor. And he also wrote, KBS, everything is okay, but maximum time reception is not good. All the programs are available to listen on other sources, not on shortwave. Hmm. Well, in the past, we used to get such good comments from India regarding our signal quality. But recently, the signal strength seems to have degraded considerably. Now, I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the cold air and the strong winds that mm. we're experiencing right now. Anyway, and it also sent us a schedule and frequency guide by NHK World Radio Japan and a postcard from NHK as well with a Happy New Year message. And it's actually quite nice to see what kind of materials are provided by other stations. So thank you very much for sending that to us. And we will send you our own QSL card very soon. Now, up next, we have a couple of emailed reception reports from our monitor, Ashraful Islam of Bangladesh, who also listened to us on those two frequencies most recently. Using his Grundig Yapboy 80 digital radio receiver with a telescopic rod antenna, Ashraful tuned into us between 1600 and 1630 hours UTC on January 21st on 9.640 megahertz and gave the broadcast an SIO rating of 353. On the following day, he tuned into us from 1600 to 1630 hours UTC once again, this time on 9.515 megahertz, which yielded an SIO rating of 454. So thank you very much for that. And we will have your QSL cards on their way very soon. Our monitor, Mohammed Shamim S. of India, also tunes into us via the two frequencies, and it looks like the conditions were more or less the same for him as well. On January 22nd, he tuned into our 1600-hour UTC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz using a Grundig YB80 receiver with a 20-meter-long wire aerial antenna. He was able to hear us with a simple rating of four across the board, so that was good. On the following day, on January 23rd, he heard us on 9.515 megahertz using the same equipment and rated the simpo 43434 so it's not horrible but it's no five across mm-hmm. the board it looks like we just have another reason to wait for the winter to come to an mm-hmm. end well thank you very much Mohammed. as always your qsl cards are on their way 
And here's one more from India on the two frequencies. Monitor P.S. Sikhar said in his email that he listened to us on January 21st at 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz and 9.640 megahertz, targeting Asia and Europe, adding that the reception condition was fair. He gave all threes for the simple rating and said, heavy noise was generated in the transmission. Please rectify and improve the quality. Presentation of KBS Listener's Lounge was good. He also noted that he used a Texan 606 receiver with a telescopic antenna. So thank you very much, as always, for getting in touch, and we will send you a QSL card soon. For some time now, our UK monitor Nick Sharp has not been able to listen to us on shortwave radio due to dismal listening conditions, with the signal sometimes completely absent in his area. And I say sometimes, but it's a lot of the times, unfortunately. <laughs> we know this, of course, thanks to his regular report on January 30th, for example, Nick wrote that while he tried to listen to our 1400 to 1600 hours UTC broadcast on 7.215 megahertz using his Yesu Moosen FRG8800 receiver with a 15 meter L-shaped long wire antenna, uh, the symbol stood at one across the board, so uh, it was mm-hmm. basically not good, at not all. good at all, not heard at all. He explained the channel suffers from continuous splatter from China Radio International on both 7.210 and 7.2. 220 megahertz, which makes listening impossible, although I, uh, although I can hear a voice in English under this constant QRM. So we have been getting a lot of reports from Nick with one across the board ratings, but on the same day on 9.515 megahertz, Nick said that the simple was as good as 35333, and he wrote, this is the best reception I have had for some considerable time, and there was no other station to cause you interference. But the constant noise and repeated fading made listening somewhat difficult for the majority of the broadcast. So this is, of course, by no means an ideal listening condition, but... We are nonetheless pretty excited Mm -hmm. to see that it was higher than one across the board. So that is a slight improvement. However, unfortunately, the reasonable conditions didn't seem to last very long. Now we're crossing our fingers that it will permanently get better sometime very soon. Please do keep us updated on that. And of course, thank you so much, Nick, for your dedication. Your QSL card will be sent out very soon. Meanwhile, listener Andrew Kuznetsov of Latvia is also battling a weak signal. He emailed us his recession report for January 31st, telling us that he tuned into us on 9.515 megahertz from 1601 to 1622 hours UTC. He used the Grundig Yacht Boy 400 receiver with a 90 centimeter long telescopic rod antenna and gave us some details on what he could hear, but rated the simple 23222, noting that the signal had been very very weak with atmospheric noises and deep fadings. Thank you, Andrew. It's nice to hear from you again. Your QSL card will be on its way soon. And next up, we have another report dated January 31st, this time from listener Shivendu Paul of India's Metali Listeners Club. Shivendu said that he tuned into us from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz using a Grundig Yacht Boy 40 receiver and rated the Simpo 4 across the board. He gave us some details on the programs he heard, including the news, soul calling, drama lines, 
and creative minds of Korea, specifically the episode on the accordion shim, accordion player Shim Sung-Rak. And Shivendo also wrote, Dear English Service, Greetings and Happy New Year to all staff and listeners of English Service KBS. We are listeners of your program. Your program quality is very nice and your website is colourful and well documented. We liked your news and current affairs program and we are also interested about culture and lifestyle of Korean people, historical places, tourist attractions and destinations of Korea. Please send a verification card after you have verified this reception report. We will do that for you as quickly as possible and thank you once again. Next up, we received a couple of letters from Japan in the past week as well. Listener Mikio Kohara of Osaka, Japan, wrote us to tell us that he listened to our broadcast on January 18th from 07.56 to 08.30 hours UTC on 9.570 MHz. He used an ICOM ICR-75 receiver with the 1.6-meter-long raw-type antenna, and he gave us lots of details about the programs he heard, including the news and soul calling. However, he said that the listening condition was poor with much noise and interferences with a simple rating of 35232. He commented, Conditions of way for English service on 9.570 MHz at 0800 UTC is poor for listening due to interference or noise. It is difficult to keep listening for a long time. So after the broadcast was finished, I listened to the internet podcast as an auxiliary method. Here in Osaka, the cold weather continues, but it still only snowed once this year. I will continue to listen to KBS World Radio this year. Thank you for the service. Thank you so much, Mikio. We'll send you a QSL car soon, and we also appreciate your dedication very much. I hope you're staying warm. Also from Japan, listener Hayato Furukawa of Nagasaki City sent us his beautifully handwritten reception report. The report was for January 15th when he listened to us on 9.580 megahertz from 1100 to 1130 hours Japan Standard Time, which converts to 0200 to 0230 hours UTC. And he wrote that he used an audio communications radio 512N with a rod antenna and rated the simple 34343. Now, it wasn't quite clear, but it appeared as though you were requesting QSL cards for your earlier reports as well. And we wanted to let you know that we have actually sent you a QSL card every time that we received a report from you. So if you're listening right now, could you please confirm with us if you have received our QSL cards so far? In the meantime, we will, of course, send you out your QSL card for the latest report. Report ASAP. And if you are missing QSL cards, please do send us your address just so we can double check that everything is correct. Staying in Japan, listener Nobuya Kato left us an online recession report earlier this week, dated December 4th. He tuned in to us on 9.580 MHz from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC using an ICOM ICR75 receiver with a T2F2. 
D, 15-meter long outdoor passive longwire antenna, and gave the broadcast a simple rating of 55444. He also wrote, Hello, staffs of Radio Korea International, which, of course, is the old name for KBS World Radio. I listen to your weekly program, KBS Listener's Lounge, from time to time. Whenever I listen to this program, I always realize that your broadcast is heard by listeners in all parts of the world. It is regrettable, however, that the segment DX Report ended last summer. I think it is a good idea that your program has a corner for DX clubs, so I hope another DX club would start a similar one in the near future again. If this report is correct, please send me your verification card. Thank you, Nobuya. We'll have your QSL card on its way very soon. And yes, it indeed is unfortunate that we had to say goodbye to the corner. We'll keep an eye out for another opportunity, but in the meantime, we hope you'll enjoy Yuna's segment inside the mailbox as well. And you know what? Speaking of which, it's actually mm-hmm. time for us to turn to Yuna right now. Here is Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yunha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. In last week's edition of Inside the Mailbox, I introduced the new Let's Learn Korean webpage on our KBS World Radio website. At the time, there were only two chapters available on the webpage, but now another chapter has been added. We posted about the new Let's Learn Korean lesson on our Facebook page. Lesson 3 studies sentences and expressions that you can use at customs. So anyone who's planning a trip to Korea should definitely take a look at that, as well as Chapter 2, which shows a conversation upon arrival at the airport. The new Let's Learn Korean webpage is updated every Monday, so to access the webpage, refer to last week's Inside the Mailbox, or check out the Facebook posting for the link. To take a look at the posting, head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. The Let's Learn Korean page is also mobile-friendly, so I recommend you check it out on your mobile phone or other mobile devices as well. Now let's move on to website directions. There are several ways to submit a reception report, but one of the easiest ways to do so is by submitting a form on our KBS World Radio website. When you go on the main page, look for the blue and orange bar right below the horizontal menu on the top. On the right side of that bar, you'll find the words Reception Report. Click on the words which take you to the page with the Reception Report form. The first step is to fill out your personal information. Once you've done that, click on the medium that you chose to listen to the program and then click OK. If you chose Shortwave as the medium, the next page will look different compared to the other mediums. You'll need to fill out another form about the reception information, such as the receiver, antenna, date, time, frequency, as well as the SINFO rating. This information is extremely valuable to us, so if the information you provide is valid, we will send you a QSL verification card. As for the other mediums, the following page will only have a box for you to type in your comments. This information is just as valuable to us as the shortwave ones, so we ask for our Wink and mobile app users to send us many comments. Your reception reports help us continue to make good programs and content. So once again, thank you to everyone for sending us comments, feedback, and ratings in any shape or form. To send us 
To send us an online reception report, head on over to our KBS World Radio English service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. This week, we sent out the quiz prizes for the fourth quarter of 2016. The winners will each be receiving a fast charger for mobile phones. Please allow two to four weeks for delivery depending on your location. Speaking of quarterly quiz, we are currently conducting the first quarter quiz until the end of March. You can submit your answers on our KBS World Radio website or via email at english at kbs.co.kr. Get to know Korea by answering the questions and automatically be entered in the quiz contest for your chance to win a lovely souvenir. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend! That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-un. Well, thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye.